0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, March fifteenth, and we are looking at <clears throat> well, who knows how we're going to open. They were down. They were up. They're kind of flat now. Um, but uh, my CNBC app, for some reason, doesn't want to work. Um, but we're looking at at one big thing that that everybody should know is oil is down. Oil went under a hundred dollars a barrel. SCO was a play. SCO is going to be the play today it's trading at $7 my guess is you're going to get to $8 um, at some point what you're seeing is uh uh well i should say the ice Brent crude is at uh $94 as we speak right now um uh $98 wti is $94 natural gas is at $4 all of them are down 7 8 2 4% um so you're looking at energy kind of coming down even occidental petroleum uh UCO it is down at 52 this morning. So so in my mind looks like shorting uh oil is going to be a good play. Um it does definitely looks like the uh the powers that be, I should say the governments of the world have gotten together and brought that price down uh because it it, it It is not the oil companies that are bringing it down. It's the shortness. Uh, again, I think a lot of this comes to um, India purchase the uh, existing Russian oil at a significant discount. I didn't read exactly what the price was. But India is a country that is desperate in need for oil. So they bought the oil at a significant discount. It got off the market. Um, oil then kind of regulates. So India doesn't buy uh from from the rest of the world. So essentially it, it comes out that the supply isn't going to be significantly down. That along with China shutting down, I think I read 17 million people um are in quarantine. So uh you're looking at a a a significant supply-demand situation where um demand is is not necessarily going to outweigh supply. So with that said uh, oil is probably my play again today. Um, I, I My guess is that uh, we're going to see, again, if you're looking at UCO and SCO, let me see if SCO and the Trendspider, um algorithm has a buy. It does say that we would have bought in on March 10th at $6. So March 10th at $6, and today it's trading at seven oh six dollars this morning. Um that's an interesting one. So, um let's look at Mullen because Mullen was one yesterday, it took off. Um yeah, it got all the way up to 198 uh through the the morning open. This one might do another run at open. Uh so uh, maybe that's an opportunity. Uvixi was all over the place yesterday and kind of like I said, hey, I'm going to buy this at open. Uh, At open, it was 19, got down to 18, and ended the day around 21. Um, This was a good one. Uh, I think, you know, again, Uvixi is kind of the play until somebody tells me that it's not. Uh, I think today what you're going to see is the Fed, uh, there's going to be some notes out from the Fed, or Jay Powell might speak, I think. Um, But today is kind of the day that... uh, Powell is is just sitting there. The PPI, the producer index comes out um, and that's going to show inflation, but it's not going to show the crazy inflation on oil. Um, what's crazy is, and here's the thing, as oil prices come down, your gas prices probably aren't going to come down. And you're seeing a lot of politicians use this as, as a... Um, a way to kind of platform. David Pertu is on CNBC right now screaming about the Biden administration. Well, the Biden administration, yeah, they have a pro-renewable um, stance. But it's not like they're stopping these guys from drilling. There, there's 9,000 um, permits out there that weren't being used to drill. They just weren't being used to drill. The, again, uh, oil companies will manipulate the the uh, administration to say the administration should have done this. Republicans are stream, screaming that the administration should have done uh, this, and that, and the whatever. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Even Republicans make mistakes, even though they never admit to them. And, and and Democrats make plenty of mistakes. I don't think that the government of uh, the U.S. is the one driving the price of oil up. The price of oil has been driven up by OPEC and governments of the world. Uh, It's not just the U.S. So uh, blaming uh, one politician uh, for for high gas prices is not it. Um, Now, gas prices have gone up and there's things that they could do to to lower that, meaning the emergency um, reserve supply. And again, I'm not an expert in this. I'm just kind of repeating what everybody says on TV. And if you take the political speak out of this, you understand, hey, it's all manipulation. The reality is that oil companies want to make as much money as they can. It's just like any other business. But oil is is one of these regulated commodities. And and traditionally, you know, the world can't go on with high oil prices. It causes inflation, blah, blah, blah. So, um, I, in my mind, I think SCO is the play as long as these guys are bringing it down. In my mind, I think that 90, 98 dollars on, on the WTI or um, yeah ninety ninety eight dollars on the um the WTI comes down to 90, uh, probably eighty. I think I read that eighty is kind of the floor. Um, so with that said, I'm kind of looking at my portfolio in the pre market here, and everything's kind of flat except for Chinese stocks. Chinese stocks are just getting hammered, and if you look at BABA, BABA's the one that, that I own, I, I've been riding this one down, unfortunately, I'm probably gonna, just going to take my losses and take some gains against this one um, and write it off. The volume is immense. The only other time that the volume was this big is when the, there were gaps on the way down. Um, so, the volume is, is, is enormously low. The earnings are good, but essentially you're getting beaten up because these aren't actual shares. So DD, Pinduo Duo, all of these. Um, horrible, horrible uh performance. Um, one of my favorites, CrowdStrike, uh, was down yesterday. Um, it's down to where I kind of bought it. So still own it. Um, probably should have made money trading this one. Didn't necessarily watch it too well. I was busy trading other ones. But CrowdStrike at 183. It's got the the buy here at 183. Um, the MACD is still above there. The RSI is 51. I kind of expect those to kind of probably chase up. Uh, GOGL is one that um, I'm going to get back in. It had to sell yesterday at about $12. Um, 12.27. I think that may have been Friday. But I, I sold at 12. So it, essentially got out, got the dividend, got out. Um, it's, it, it's a good one to hold on to. Uh, let me go back to my Twitter notifications to see, um, because Tom posted yesterday, uh, shippers, GSL, SBLK, CMRE, um, he's mentioned SBLK, GOG, and Zim. Zim is a good one. I was watching Zim all day. Now, you've got a $17 dividend if you own this next Monday. And here we are going up again. <laughs> um, I didn't get it at the $80 that I wanted at yesterday. Uh, when I look at this today, there's a clear volume shelf here at around 81. So, 81 probably was the play yesterday. 81.30 to 81.49 is kind of the volume shelf. Today, it's putting in a a pretty good volume shelf here at eighty two thirty to eighty two forty nine. The seventeen dollar dividend is X date is the twenty second, so you just have to hold it on the twenty at the close on the twenty first. Then you can sell it on the twenty second. It's just a record date. So essentially, uh, this is one that I'm looking to get into for the dividend, just like I did with GOGL. Uh, it'll come down once the dividend is taken out. My assumption is that you can sell it for, for slightly up because people will wait for the pay date, which is the April 4th. So um, that's one that I think is is an opportunity. Um, AMD, let's talk about chips because AMD has been just um, hammered. And in my mind, this is not necessarily a a a. I think it's a market thing, not necessarily a company thing but the market has taken uh nvidia uh intel let's see where intel is because intel might become interesting if it been beat it hasn't been beaten down like the rest of them it's at 44 um it's 52 week low is 43 so it's kind of hovering around its 52 week low um amd on the other hand their 52 week low is 72 and it's hanging around 102 and i think it, it just dipped down around 100 uh, I think it's going to use that at 100 as support, go up. Um, that's one that I think is an opportunity. MRNA, we said, was an opportunity. That one closed at 150. It's trading at 154 this morning. Um, I think with China going at, down into uh, uh, lockdown, it's a great opportunity. The financials, Bank of America, we said when it dipped under 40, grab it. It's at 41 today. Uh, its 52-week low was 36 back in July. 52-week high is 50. Devon Energy is one that I said, hey, when it dips below 60, take your opportunity. It's at 52 today. Um, this is one that, in my mind, it's trading at 50. Five zero. Grab it at 48 again. Let's look at it on uh, TrendSpider. DVN. Uh, and yeah, there's a clear divergence here. The MACD has gone down the RSI. This one is so oversold. It's at 34 as of yesterday on the RSI. Um, the volume has picked up. So they just paid their dividend, um, on March 11th. So got taken out. That was the ex-dividend date. So people have been selling it after the dividend. Buy it again. I think it's, you know, it, it's pretty obvious it's used this 200-day. Uh, the 200-day is around 47, 48, so I think it's not done going down yet. I think it will continue to go down. Um, another energy one that I play for the dividend is MPLX. Um, this is one that that has been beaten down from about 33 down to 32. So um, it's got an opportunity. it's It's not done going down as well. But the volume is there. To support um, this one continuing to go up. There's a clear volume shelf here at about 30. So you're probably not done going down. Um, But I think there's opportunities in the market. I've got to get going. It's an early, just a short show. Uh, I am not doing a lot of research today. I will post some things. I've got to take my car in uh, for uh, checkup. So, by the way, the checkup on the Tesla, yeah, it's free. So. F all you people who want to spew Tesla hate. Let's look at Tesla stock. It has been killed. Um, I have a one, one Tesla fan that I follow who's an, uh, an investor. It's still, let's look at the daily, because I think the 200-day is still positive. Yeah, the 200-day is still positive. You've got the 50-day coming down. The 9 and the 21 just passed the 200 um in the past the 50 day uh just as early as july the 50 day has used the 200 day as a support level um and that's the last time the last time the 50 day touched the 200 day uh before july it was november 2019 and that 50 day bounced uh all the way through um the uh the 200 day but let's look at a weekly, because a weekly should give us a better understanding. Yeah, so the price just broke through the 50-day. On a weekly, the 50-day is not anywhere close. It probably will trend down. But it on a uh, weekly basis, when you look at the 200-day, the 200-day is definitely providing some support levels um and the support level here on a weekly would be 358 but for that 50 day to come down you're probably looking at a $500 stock um in my mind this is a um when this gets to 500 you load up on this one because i think the fanboys will come out uh i do think that this one with their autopilot uh and t- full self driving is actually worth it uh it is if you've ever driven in it, you understand how smart it is. Now, it's not smart on city streets yet. Still don't believe in that one. I've tried it a couple of times. Hasn't really worked out well for me. It's getting better. But the the highway autopilot is just unbelievable. Trading at 7.63 right now. um, 7.66, sorry. uh, But that, that weekly chart still looks good. Um, Now, when we look at the SPY on a weekly, let's see. This was one that I wanted to do as well let's look at a weekly spy yeah you can definitely uh, for people who' are saying that this pullback you can't really see it on a uh, on a weekly basis you can see it on a weekly basis um let's see it's not a blip in the um spy uh, anymore you're looking at still on, on March 2020 is a si- significant pullback this one is looking like a little blip. Um, you're looking at 2015 as a little blip. You're looking at 2011 as a, a little blip. Um, all of these are little blips. Uh, 2018, today is looking like 2018. Um, I don't think that we're getting to 2020. Um, I, I don't think that we're getting to 2000, uh, where it was the lost decade. Um it it definitely looks like a 2015, 2011, um, or 2018, December 2018. So it'll be interesting to see what the Fed says. Uh, I'm trading Uvixi. I'm trading SCO. Uh, those are the ones that essentially I'm trading today. Um, Uvixie, I think, is again when we start up or or you know sketchy like this, uh, you get sellers coming in in the afternoon. Uh, The Fed isn't there to hold up or backstop it anymore. I think AMD, when it gets near 100, I'm loading up on that one. Uh, I'm actually getting out of BABA at some point. Um, DraftKings, I'll probably get out of. I just don't believe in in a lot of these stocks that don't have money. One of my friends asked about Snowflake. Snowflake, um, which I bought at, I believe, 183, is trading at 166 today. It's lost all its support. There is no support level down here for this stock whatsoever. So Lord knows where this one's going. Um, they released earnings. It was 12 cents. It was good. But ever since that earnings, it's just been sliding. Um, a- again, this is a classic slide. The the 50-day is under the 200-day. The 9, the 21, they're all negative. It's an oversold stock. It's, the RSI is at 24. That MACD is super low. In my mind, you trade this one. Uh, again, it has some support level for for volume shelves up here um, at about 200. If I bring this back to the high, I'm looking at about 20, 194 to 201 is the, the volume shelf that that kind of sticks out here. You're looking at the 165 to 171 kind of volume shelf, a little bit building there. But the biggest one is right now is 192 to 200. Um, You know, outside of that, you're looking at significant volume shelves above it. So I think the volume is going to bring this one back. Um, Snowflake is one of those. It's kind of I likened it to Cisco in the 2000s when Cisco got beaten down because of the dot bomb. Um, It was still a good company. It was still making money, but it just got brought down with the dot bomb. So. It managed to probably be one of the few that survived. Um, Microsoft survived. Cisco survived. So there were big winners back there um, where, you know, again, if you held Microsoft for 10, 15 years like I did, you didn't necessarily make any money. But if you had it in the last two years, boom, it took off. Uh, So it caught up. But... uh, Snowflake, in my mind, is one of those companies. It's going to be around. They have a different kind of SaaS model where they build from their current customer base versus contracts. So it's something for Wall Street to get their head behind, but I don't think that this is going down to 20. Uh, My guess is that you're probably going to bounce here um, because it is so oversold. So you've got ideas. You've got things out there to do. I will talk to you later. Oh, Mullen is down 12 cents in the pre market. Um, It might have been. You know, when when a company puts out a press release um, about them being in a magazine article, uh, that is typical pump and dump style for me. So trade this one. It closed at 177. Is trading at 163. Doesn't have a whole lot of support right now. Um, This one probably is going to uh, wind up, looks like, uh, the 168 to 172 is kind of support level. Let's look at a 10-day. See if we're, uh yeah, we've got some 115 to 124 and 95 to 104. We've got significant uh downward pressure on this one with the volume down there. So uh, any questions, hit me up on Twitter. Thanks. Have a great day.